It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> that's right, baby. That's right. We are back in effect, catching wreck like a whirlwind. I don't even know what that means, but that's some 90s flow that I, I wrote a long time ago. Welcome to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. This is Jake Warner, my government name, a.k.a. Big Brother Jake. You're probably listening on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast, or you found it on iTunes because you were nice and smart enough to subscribe to the podcast. Man, I, I think we got a, a very animated one, a very good podcast, good episode this time. I'm excited. Why am I excited? Why am I just peeking and I'm sounding super loud on the microphone? My Dodgers are back in the NLCS, baby. That's right. Blue Crew in full effect. Yes, if you haven't noticed, I am a hardcore Dodger fan. I worked for the Los Angeles Dodgers for two seasons because I couldn't hang with the traveling and we wanted to start a family. But again, that's a whole other story. But yes, my blue crew, my boys in blue are back in effect. We are ready to get back to the World Series. Yes, we have an obstacle to face. And I wasn't going to talk sports just yet. Wasn't ready to talk sports just yet on this uh, podcast because... Everybody knows I worked in sports. I currently work in sports right now for the Los Angeles Clippers and for the Los Angeles Kings, which I think both teams are playoff bound, but that's a whole other story. Um, I want to say this. The Dodgers, at the beginning of the year, a lot of people wrote them off. A lot of people thought they wouldn't make it. A lot of people thought, you know what? Why even, why even consider them a contender? Dave Roberts called this in April. He said, yeah, okay, we're not doing too well, but don't count us out. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the exact quote, and I'm too lazy to dig up the soundbite. But a lot of these Dodger fans, people I know personally, they were terrified. They were scared. Oh, this team sucks. They're not built like last year. They're not going to go to the World Series. Blah, 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 freaking blah. Get out of my face with that. Of course they were going to make it. They were built for toughness, and I'm telling you right now, they're going to beat the Milwaukee Brewers. They're going. I know. I'm. If you believe in superstition, fine. I don't believe in superstition because it's bad luck. But I'm going to tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. The Dodgers will win. Now, I know for all you baseball purists and you baseball geeks, oh, how do you know that? Oh, they got the best bullpen in, in all of baseball. Oh, Christian Yellick is, well, I don't even know how to say his name. If I said it correct, then I'll pat myself on the back later. Oh, he's one of the best offensive players. Uh, they're just built for toughness and blah, 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 freaking blah. I will come off as a homer in this particular segment about the Dodgers because I'm a Southern California boy, born and raised. 
Love my Dodgers. Work for them. But a lot of people are missing the key points. Now, working for them, this is going to bring some insight as to why the Dodgers will win. I traveled with this team everywhere, all over the country. And there's a lot of places that when we saw the schedule, we would plan our entire like day around the city. You go into Houston. Okay, let's be honest. Houston's known for construction, strip clubs, and steakhouses. Two of the three I, I liked, and I won't say which three. One of them was a steakhouse. Anyway, you got places like New York City. Now, come on. There's so much to do in New York City. San Diego, got the gas lamp quarter. You know, a second home to myself. Miami, that goes without saying. South Beach, but you look at places like, and no disrespect to anybody, Pittsburgh. What? Okay. Go to Pimenti, was it Pimenti Brothers? Get a pierogi, whatever. Cincinnati. Yeah. Go to Graders and get some of that good ice cream that has the big chunks of chocolate chips and stuff like that. Yeah. Fun. Great times. Then you have Milwaukee. Now, I've been to Milwaukee a few times. If you like brats, if you like cheese curds and beer, I like beer. I like all those things. But that's all Milwaukee has to offer. Laverne and Shirley? What? I don't know. Players know what they're going to get into according to what city they're going to. Back when we used to go to Montreal before they moved to Washington, when they were the Expos, a lot of players would go to what they called the ballet. Some of the best ballet shows on the planet. So I've heard. Chicago. There's a lot of things to do in Chicago. Phoenix, you got Scottsdale, which is pretty nice. And you got Tempe, where ASU is. So you know where some of the players are going to end up. But Milwaukee, this is a good thing. Because even Denver, had they had to go there to play, there's a lot of fun things to do in Lodo. And I love Denver. I would live there. But Milwaukee has nothing. Nothing to do there. If you're lucky... A TGI Friday. I can't even name like a, a fun spot or a restaurant that I used to go to. I used to stay in my room, order room service, and catch up on sleep and work out when I was working out. This is to the Dodgers' benefit. No distractions. They're not going to sit up and eat cheese curds. They're not going to sit up and drink beer. Well, they might. Brats. That's it. And you people that live in Milwaukee that hear the podcast, chime in. Let me know I'm wrong. Let me know where the nightlife is in Milwaukee. I can't think of one place in the entire city I want to visit. Miller Park is nice. I've been there several times. I'm sure Milwaukee in the metropolitan Milwaukee area is a beautiful place. But there's nothing to do there. However, the Milwaukee Brewers got to come to Los Angeles. Second largest city in America, population-wise. So much to do. Nightlife, the beaches, the women, the food, clubs all over the place. Movie stars. So many distractions. Magic Johnson, when he played for the Lakers, in the playoffs, he used to use it towards his advantage. 
when the opposing teams would come, yeah, oh, wow, this beautiful woman wants to talk to me after a game. He set that up. I think that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think that's brilliant. Milwaukee will have many distractions coming to L.A. Because they only come once a year. So when they're out here, they're living it up. These players are having a good time. They're boozing it, some of them, out late, having the time of their lives. L.A. is a great place to be. It's a great place to visit. And you can get distracted in this city. So advantage Los Angeles for two reasons. Dodgers will not be distracted in Milwaukee because they'll be focused on baseball because there's nothing to do there. And when the Brewers come out here, there's a lot to do here, and it's hard to focus on baseball. I'm not saying these guys aren't professional, and they can put it behind them. you know, got people like Brian Braun that, that's from here. But this is my theory, and my theory alone. It may not be smart to you. To me, I think it's brilliant. If I know I'm going to play in a place like Miami, if I know I'm going to play in a place like New York or Chicago, I'm going to be a little distracted because there's so much to do. And these players know because they love to go to these cities that, where there's fun things to do. A lot of people wanted a L.A. New York World Series. Why? Man, New York is 24-7. L.A. is slowly becoming 24-7. Milwaukee is like 14-5. 14 hours a day, five days a week, you can find something to do. Maybe go to your local Applebee's and hang out and have some appetizers and a beer. There's nothing to do in Milwaukee. This is to the Dodgers' advantage. Yes, they got good players, good pitching with Walker Bueller, and, and Kershaw, I think, is finally going to break out of this jinx that everybody says he has. He's going to be a World Series champion. And if not, I'll, I'll come on here and I'll eat crow. If it's in a tortilla especially and make it a taco, eat a crow taco. All right? But on the real, people are sleeping on my Dodgers, man. This is their advantage. There's nothing to do there except focus on baseball. Now, I know some of you, oh, well, they're professionals. Man, but they're men, they're young, and they like to have a good time. When the Dodgers got off that plane, I'm pretty sure nobody said, let's go to downtown Milwaukee, y'all. Nah, they probably want to go straight to the ballpark, you know, watch some film, work out, eat in the clubhouse where the clubbies can prepare food for them. Go back to the room, maybe get some room service. Maybe go to the hotel bar because a lot of players, when I used to be on the team, that's where they hung out. They didn't like to go out in a place where there's nothing to do. And yes, they'll be more focused because it's a playoff series. But I'm telling you, this is a foolproof plan. The times I remember, yes, I'm in my garage. You just heard a motorcycle. We keep it real in the Big Brother bungalow. I get so distracted. Car, squirrel. Shiny, I'm telling you right now, these guys are focused and they have no distractions of that godforsaken city, Milwaukee. I'm talking trash. I don't care. Be mad at me. And if y'all win, I will be the first to come on here and congratulate you for like 17 seconds and that's it. <laughs> Probably about three minutes. But this is brilliant. I'm not going to go into analytics. I'm not going to break it down and have these special guys that, well, you know, they have an ERA of blah, blah, blah on a Tuesday when they pitch on the sunny. No, no, we don't do that here. This is fun entertainment stuff, but I think there's some logic to it. Boston is a great city. If the Dodgers win and beat Milwaukee and 
Boston wins? It's not as fun as New York or Chicago or Miami, but Boston's a fun town to be in. A few more distractions, but they'll be hated on so bad by the fans, drinking their Sam Adams and throwing stuff at people, calling them names. Oh, and I know because I remember getting off the bus in Boston wearing a suit with Dodger gear, and I was called many derogatory names. <laughs> N words, my sexual orientation was um, questioned, I guess you could say. That's Boston for you. Go back to Southie, homie. I ain't scared of you. So there could be some distractions, but I think having been in the game, so to speak, there's a method to my madness. It's no mistake when we were up in New York City or Montreal or Chicago that the players would, you know, they weren't at their best. They weren't always hyped up. Might have been chilling in some of the nightlife spots, so to speak. I'm not saying every player does that, but you got to blow off steam. And if you want my prediction as somebody that's followed sports most of their radio career, and there's a little bit of homerism in it, I'm not going to totally say the Dodgers are going to sweep the Brewers because that would be stupid and reckless. But the Dodgers will win in six games. You heard me. I said it. The Dodgers will win in six games. Go seven if you have to. I just want a damn punch punch a ticket to the World Series. But the Dodgers will win in six without eating the cheese curds and eating the brats and maybe having a beer or two. And the only time I want to see beer and this team is when they're celebrating to go to the World Series. Which leads me to another thing that's kind of off topic but really isn't. Are you tired of all these stupid celebrations after every single time they win a series? I mean, it's great. You should celebrate. 160, well, this year, 163 games is a lot to play and go through. The baseball grind out of every sport is the hardest grind. Yeah, I didn't play in every game, but we broadcasted every game, so I had to be at work every single day. It's a grind. And you get a day off here and there. And most of your days off sometimes are just travel days. You're traveling. And then you wake up, you got to go back at it. And I understand the need to celebrate. But can we please, uh, can we please not keep celebrating? Oh, we won the division. Or we're in the playoffs. Oh, great. Oh, we won the NLDS. Oh, great. Oh, we won the NLCS. Great. Save that champagne for when it counts. The World Series. Man, that is annoying. I'm sorry. But to end this particular segment, no nightlife in Milwaukee. The city sucks. The team is good. Advantage Dodgers. I think they take one of the first two games. Then the Brewers got to come out here. And guess what? Ladies of Los Angeles, and they're at the hotels because I remember seeing them when I used to get off the bus with the players. Welcome the Brewers with open arms. Welcome the Brewers with open arms. Make googly gaga eyes at them. Show them around. Show them a great time in the city of Los Angeles. Take them to Hollywood. Take them to West LA. Take them to Nobu. Take them to all the great sushi spots. Take them to the nice clubs that Los Angeles has to offer. I am saying it. Do the city of Los Angeles a favor and show the Milwaukee Brewers a great time. Because why? They're stuck in Milwaukee half the year themselves. Dodgers and Six.
You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Okay, so as I teased um, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media that I'm a part of, there is something I, I, I'm going through right now. Um, I usually don't. I mean, my life's an open book. Who am I kidding? I, I tell everybody everything on social media. You know, the thing I'm addicted to that I still like to do. <laughs> um, there's problems. And sorry for the use of the word um. I, I'm thinking out loud, and I've noticed I do it a lot, and people have told me. So you just got to deal with it. I'm not going to edit all of them out of there. It's my audible pause. Um, <laughs> But to get back on... on, on on subject here and i know i kid around a lot and sometimes it's to my downfall and i wish i could be more serious but i i i'm gonna i'm gonna be a little more serious here you know you 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 have those those people that that are there for you in times of need in times of joy times of happiness, sadness, and pure boredom. I, as a human being, get happy, get sad, experience joy and pain, and boredom. And sometimes you just need that companion that is there for you in your time of need. The one thing that can bring you joy, happiness, make you feel all right when you're not feeling so good, there's always that one person. But sad to say, as of October 12th, 2018, I, uh, I can no longer go to this particular person or thing anymore. So now it's time to part ways. It's been a very good run. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. But after almost 20 years of experiencing some of the greatness you've brought in my life, we can no longer see each other. And it makes me sad. Very sad. If you think I'm talking about another female, you're at your damn mind. (laughs) Talking about tacos. Yeah. Tacos and I can no longer hang out like we used to. Why? Well, you know, there comes a time when you get older. Well, you got to start being more responsible. And I've worked on my mental for the past year. And I've worked on trying to prevent my blood infections and doing better for myself. But when I've celebrated, it's always been with food. When I graduated high school, when I graduated from boot camp, when I graduated from radio school, when I graduated from University of Laverne. And most people grad, you know, or celebrate, I should say, with food. Well, when you're the son of a diabetic and a diabetic yourself, that it, you know, for a long time I didn't have to take medicine medicine. You're going to, if you keep being reckless, eventually it's going to catch up to you. 
And even though I, I was a little bit funny, or my attempted humor, juvenile as it may be, I have to say, for the target audience that listens to this podcast, we got to take better care of ourselves, much better care of ourselves. I have a gym membership that I barely use. I got a cool-ass bike I barely ride. I got a very safe neighborhood to walk around in, and I just walk around the house. Maybe, you know, I mean, on my Fitbit, I'm getting my 10,000 steps, but most of that's cleaning the house or going to the park with my kids or whatever. But I'm not taking the time to take care of myself. And I think a lot of us don't do that. And I think the sad thing is we don't know how to take care of ourselves. You know, you can have a doctor tell you, oh, you know, if you just exercise, if you just, you know, eat some vegetables. Sorry for the airplane. Again, you're in the Big Brother bungalow. You know, you do everything right. You exercise. You eat well. You don't eat sweets. You don't drink coffee. You don't drink alcohol. You don't drink soda. You're going to rebel against that because for some of us, we love soda. We love junk food. We love tacos. We love burritos and pizza and burgers and all that good stuff. But, you know, we associate a lot of that stuff with the fun times in our lives. Or it's a reliever of stress. You know, I know if I've had a bad day, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not a weed smoker. On occasion, I'll have a beer or some wine. Like, it's not all the time, even though I have professed my love to beer in the previous segment because that's all there is to do. And sorry-ass Milwaukee. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I'm sticking it to them. Sometimes, you know, when I'm bored, alone, I want to celebrate a milestone, and always has to be with some kind of food, especially tacos, carne asada tacos, street tacos. Yeah, I like Del Taco, but that's not Mexican food. That's like Americanized. But I ride for Del Taco, and that, that'll come in another day, why I like them so much. Anyway, we don't take care of ourselves because we don't realize we can't live forever because we don't see it. Our brain doesn't process it. So you do the things you know, you think you're going to be young forever, so you keep eating bad and you keep staying up late. I'm one to talk is I'm staying up super late to finish this podcast, but it's a labor of love. But we do all these things and think, oh, nothing will happen to us or I'll, I'll take the time to get better. I'll get better. I will work harder. I will go ahead and go to the gym because I have a membership and I'll call my, my, my girlfriends or my homeboys. And, you know, find a workout partner, I'll go hiking, and we'll get it done. But then we still stay up late because of our social media addictions. Or we want to watch a movie. Or because we all have kids, and we don't have time to hang out with our significant other unless it's super late. And I can tell you that from experience. A lot of the fun things I do with my wife, get your mind out the gutter, people. Like, watch TV or just catch up with each other happens between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And a lot of people go through that. That's fact. That's fact. But I'll parlay that into, hey, babe, you want me to stop at Del Taco? Hey, babe, you want me to pick up some tacos? Hey, babe, you want some ice cream? And it adds up. 
because I'm doing all that. I'm not drinking enough water. I'm not sleeping well. And the funny thing is I just lost nine pounds. But I got the bad news. And, I'm, you know, I'm not one to sit up here and tell you you should eat healthier, you know, because I'm going through it. No. But somebody's going through what I'm going through. And we're not getting any younger. And I think <laughs> I reached a point in my life where I have to do something about it. I've been obese most of my life. Even in the military, I was chubby. But my sad reality is most of the clothes I wear are triple XL. It sucks to go into a store. Like, you know, even if I go to, say, Target or Walmart actually has my size. Sad, but I, that's why I go there. But you'll go to a store and you'll see something nice and it's, you know, double XL. There's no way in hell that's going to fit me. But how can I sit and complain when I'm shoveling six and seven tacos down my throat every time I go out to eat? Or I have four or five sodas in a day, which I don't anymore. Which I don't anymore. I'm down to two sodas a week. Yay me. But we do these things because we think we'll live forever and we think we could fix it later. But I've noticed as I've turned 40 plus, it's super hard to lose the weight. I remember my 20s and 30s. I can go stop drinking soda for a week and drop seven pounds. And that's fact. Like I could do that because I know I was going to play ball with the homies. I was going to go run because I used to be a marathon runner. I really, I've done two full ma LA marathons. 2006, 2009, Jake Warner, look it up. Seriously, I've done it. The times are bad, but I got hurt in both of them. And again, that's another story. Bear with me. I have a whole bunch of stories. By the way, you're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. So we do these things. And it's, it's sad. We got to do better. We got to do better. Especially my minority folk. You know, diabetes hits the black and brown community super hard. And a lot of it is what it, it, it comes down to what we could afford. Because the healthier food costs more. It's easy to make, you know, beans and tortillas for my brown people. Or everybody. I like that too. So I'm not going to say that. It sounds racist. I'm sorry. You know, black folks, you know, we, we like pork. I don't eat it personally, but, you know. All these cheap foods. You, you know, I love cup of noodles. The, the sodium in those things will kill you. Someone I know personally says that works there says they don't even eat them because they know it's cancer in a cup. Yet I'll go and heat one up. I might even do it after this podcast, but no, I won't because it's late. It'll probably be breakfast time by the time I'm finished. But we do these things, and it's cheaper to buy these, you know, foods. Frozen food, burritos, high sodium than it is to eat fruit, nature's candy, you know, or veggies. Have a have a bomb salad with your dinner, which I've tried to do every night recently. You know, working these late nights at these arenas, they don't have a lot to offer, but they do have salads and I try to make one. I try to have something green on my plate every day. But I've failed myself, and I'm failing my family. And I want to get on the right track. And I want to be held accountable, and I want people to keep me honest. My dad died at 56 years old from diabetes and complications of diabetes. Now, he smoked. He never worked out. I guarantee you he never even got 10,000 steps in a day, probably 10,000 steps in a week. But my dad was not active. 
and he was on kid, you know, on dialysis. And at 56, that's 14 years from now. My oldest daughter will be 27 when I'm 56, which was the age I was, well, a little bit younger than that when I when my dad passed away. And he missed out on everything. He missed out when I got my job with the Dodgers, which he would have loved to have met Vin Scully. He missed out on my grandkids. He missed out on my college uh, graduation. I was cheated because of his poor choices. And I'm doing the same damn thing to my kids, and I think it sucks. I got to do better. We have to do better. All of us. All of us can improve. And for the ones that are like, I'm doing it already, fool, congrats. Share that knowledge. If you know you're working out and you're in the best shape of your life, you got a friend that's a little bit chubby, but, you know, if they take offense, then, yeah, I get it. It's hard to say, hey, man, want me to help you with a workout plan? I'm not saying throw it in their face, but if they come to you, share that knowledge. They're coming to you because they've already humbled themselves and they've already, they're already like, man, you know, I got to do this right. I got to swallow my pride and go to my homeboy that's in shape and ask for some kind of help. Trust me, I've reached out to some people. Some people are like, oh, just change your diet. I get it. It's not your responsibility to help me. But if I'm a homie, help me out. I'm going to help you out. Like, if you you don't know how to do something, oh, man, you know, I want to do a podcast. I want to learn how to mix audio. Man, I got you. It's the same thing with, you know, working out and helping one of your friends. So I said all that to say tacos. I know we were exclusive, but we're going to have to take a break. It's not you. Actually, it is you affecting me. I was going to say it's not you, it's me. No, it's you. But I don't know how to love you and consume you the right way. So my goal is to get into that double XL. I see so many cool-ass Dodger shirts like at Target or, you know, Ross or I'm Look at me name-dropping all these places. And by the way, you could advertise on this show. I got people lined up, ready to do it. We're going to start next week. You know, hit me up for rates. But, yeah, you know, I go to all these uh, stores and see lots of cool, like, Dodger gear or Laker shirts or, oh, I mean, Clipper shirts. And um, <laughs> I'm a company man sometimes. Um, and, and they don't have my size. And then I look at my wife and I get bummed out. I don't want that for myself anymore. And if I'm going to go and my kids are going to not have a dad, I'm hoping it's because I died of old age and I got to meet their kids and play with them and be grandpapa. Because that's like my goal in life. I always thought, you know, I wanted to be a cool grandpa, you know, got the cool driver's cap, you know, the apple cap and, you know, wear the cool little suits and do the stupid magic tricks and, Oh, Grandpa got you. Oh, let's go. Let's go to Roscoe's. Grandpa pay for it. Like you know, I want to be the cool grandpa, and I want to live to be a grandfather, and I want to live hell to be a great grandfather. Beat the odds. It starts with me, and I want it. You know, I want my community, and I want my peoples to to get right, because we have one life to live, and we lease the body we're in. And it sucks to abuse the body that's taking care of your soul each and every day. So, I won't harp on it. 
Tacos and I are on a break. And we're going to get through it. I will see tacos on occasion. But not as much as I usually do. Let's move on. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yeah, you like that, right? Maybe you don't, but I think it's dope because I made it. Uh, Music is a big part of my life. For those that know me, I can't go a day without listening to my music. I love Hawaiian reggae. I love hip-hop. I love R&B. That particular beat that you're hearing in the background now is something I created. And this segment of my podcast, the Big Brother Jake Podcast, in case you didn't know who you were listening to, I like to showcase independent artists. Uh, my music can be found on bigbrotherjake.bandcamp.com. Check it out. I have several albums I've posted for over the years. Very inexpensive. Some of them are free. I just like to do music as a hobby. Uh, sometimes I do it for money. You know, I help other people out. And that's what I want to do with this particular segment of the show. Uh, this artist you're about to hear right now is a Christian brother from Barstow, California. He goes by the name of The Saint. He's a hip-hop artist. He does Christian hip-hop. I think he's one of the dopest artists out there. I want you to check it out. Give some feedback at the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. Show some love. Let my man know what you think. Check it out. Thing. I'm living Cali dreams, and when I step in the church, I bring my Cali swag. Oh, what? You ain't never heard of me before? Well, I'm the one who showed you how the Holy Ghost walk on the floor. So put your hands in the air and wave them side to side. Throw up the dub, yeah, church, hold them high. We about to get our West Coast worship on the night. And then call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So everybody go ahead and get your groove on. Keep your body moving, go and get your two-step on. Keep your head by because you know you're feeling the song. There ain't nothing wrong, just having fun with shipping the Lord. Yeah, and that's the way it goes on every day, man. Always keeping it real in California. Hey, yeah, go stupid and dumb when I'm praising his name. Hey, living his Cali life is the way of his race, man. Uh, I got to keep a G'd up from the feet up. Hang over them believers who tear to sleeves up. Well, I heard Bible banging so everybody can see us. And that's the way it is, California for Jesus. Cause it's the Cali thing, yeah it's the Cali thing Come on church, let me see your Cali swing Oh what did it know it was a Cali thing? Huh, because you know that it's the Cali thing Yeah it's the Cali thing, it's the Cali thing Come on church, let me see your Cali swing Oh what did it know it was a Cali thing? What, 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 what? Yeah, I do my Cali thing wherever I go See I'm a Cali beach sporting them trucks, cruising them lolos And if you live in Cali, it's too hot to stay broke You gotta keep it moving, steadily grinding And that's for sure, we stay hot like the California sunshine for real Standing tall, just like the palm trees up in Beverly Hills From Diego to the Bay, we're west coasting for real And if you didn't know by now, we hit the beach and just chill And hang the on the block when we come to your hood Curb serving the word of Christ, the us up to no good Yeah, we pray the love of God when the spot getting high Papa college with the G's, who be holding them clocks Yeah, we out here hope killing till the hustle would not And the jump with the love of Christ, you either accept them or not Uh, and I'll 
still pray for all of my thugs, the ones incarcerated behind bars, missing they loved ones. We gotta let them know to stay strong and keep their faith up because Jesus Christ is the king and he can save us. So if you got family like me who ain't saved, keep praying that the Lord will touch them one day. Because back in the day we were probably the same, but now we serve the living God and we're covered by grace. Uh, cause it's the Cali thing, yeah, it's the Cali thing. Come on, church, let me see your Cali swing. Oh, what did it know was the Cali thing? Because you know that it's a Cali thing Yeah, it's a Cali thing It's a Cali thing Come on, church Let me see me Cali swing Oh, what you didn't know was a Cali thing What, 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 what Uh, well it's a good day every day that you say We praise the Jesus through his music as we worship his name Yeah, he's the king of kings and no one else can lay claim And I'm here to represent because I know that he's saved Yeah, and I'm a Cali boy straight down to my bones Giving all the honor to the one who sits on the throne And I'm a king Okay, that's what's up. That's the homie The Saint representing Barstow, California with It's a Cali Thing, putting it down for the Lord. So, pretty dope track. Let us know what you think. The Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. The next song I'm about to play is called Hypocrite. The artist's name is Jesse Green. He represents Mount Lake Terrace, Washington. Check it out. Signs in our lives. Do we read them wrong or get it all right? I'm, I'm doing okay, but your words are leading me astray.
man jesse cream with hypocrite i'm not a radio announcer i talk on the radio i mix audio but i'm not a radio announcer so don't expect me to talk up a song like a radio dj because i i hated doing it at radio school and it's not gonna happen here but jesse man yo <laughs> that's a dope song man that's a dope song uh speaking of dope songs and other artists we have a poem. The man, the myth, the legend, straight out of North Hollywood, California, Benjamin Jones, a.k.a. Beatsmith, has a beautiful poem that he wrote, produced, mixed. The, the, the entire song slash poem is all his doing. Uh, it's called Dear Woman, and I'm about to play that for you right now. Rose without a thorn, you so awesome no Keep up with the corn, think I need a floor I let go, beautiful, vanity is born Fit and be so suitable, staying true to form Shit was on the other, the other day be feeling warm I been feeling torn, grandma said I'm worn Learn from a woman, can't help but be adorned Show me your love and I know where I'm going Love can bring us joy, only when it's special All self-employed, working just to get through I'm not playing cold, fishing just to get you This is not a plan Plan to tell the truth Let me count the way Show you all that you do Women do the most I got nothing to prove Let me count the way Show you all that you do Women do the most I got nothing to prove Dear woman Am I your help incredible Your beauty matches strength From a heart to a soul Dear woman Am I your help incredible Your beauty matches strength From a heart to a soul That was dedicated to all the ladies out there. Benjamin Jones, a.k.a. Beatsmith, straight out of North California with Dear Woman. Beautiful poem that he wrote. Hey, man, what can I say? It's a variety here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Rock music, Christian hip-hop, poems. We got it all here. We got it all here. And, hey, look, since it's my podcast, I'm going to do something that I didn't think I'd do, but we're going to go ahead and uh, play something that I did a while back. Big Brother Jake featuring Prince Golden and Ty Eli. The song's called Mike Check. Oh, I can't forget. I <laughs> can't forget. The big homie at the intro. Uh, we'll just say his name is Big Will. It's an inside joke, but uh, you'll get it later. Mike Check. Check it out. What's up, y'all? It's Big Mal. Coming at you live from Oakland. Straight from the town, my man Big Brother Jake pulled me out to the studio with him, Ty Eli, Prince Golden, the has-been never was. 
sauce on my chest. Check it out. I left the switches for a second, dropping gems in the booth. Got my beanie seagull on, so I got to spit the truth. Hip hop for life, that's the theory that we're on. Shake Cobain on the beat, 16 pet phenomenon. Obvious that has been, some say that never will be. But I can't lose, but Ty Eli rapping with me. Producing with flows, beat knocking it, etc. Slaying competition, winning battles in the testament. Tired of the whackness, yes the whackness But I remain optimistic like the sounds of blackness Hip-hop ain't dead, it will always live forever Been down with the culture since, tougher than leather First LP, last album, one and done Yes, Benito, the cheek I say I'm Louis Bonito Tell the pastor Mike, Prince Golden's on deck Drop the knowledge on your fools, count me down, Mike Jack One, two, Go and check yourself. Most of these cats don't even respect themselves. You quickly crash landing, so eject yourself. You say you're sick? You better check yourself. Never dead yourself. Just ask for help. Honestly, I'd rather have health than power and wealth. I've been living and breathing all up in this hip hop. The maniac, brainiac, beat what my gifts got. Lyrical incisions, spiritual decisions. Your soul is acting sour, higher than the power tower. I come in peace like a hippie, flower power. You're shaking like a cow because I'm blowing fire like Bowser. How can you not call me a hip hop elemental? It's elementary, my dear Watson. It is so simple. My big brother's first LP and last album. No matter the weather, we family. That's the outcome. Yeah. In this idiomatic passage, all day I dream about spitting classics, heavy loaded, dodger blue collar focus. It's wise to know this when y'all dealing with explosives. Enhance the culture, don't leave us donuts. Boy, you got cojones freezing the zone up. This is my capital, this is when passion flows. Rebel in action, though, I can't play a casual. Lyrical street sweeper, see me through clean speakers. Create king heaters, old school like mean streakers. Digest my notion, we won't be closing. Forever he spoken in the heart keeps rolling. You didn't know your boy had some flows, right? Well, he's a producer, but he's also an MC and an engineer. That was your boy, Big Brother Jake, featuring Prince Golden, Ty Eli, and Big Mal. Big Mal. I called him Big Will, and that was the inside joke, and I call him that from now on. And now this dude's an Emmy Award-winning news producer, and I'm doing a podcast in my cold, dingy garage. (laughs) So, mic check. Yeah, I had to throw a little self-promotion in there. And you can do the same thing. The Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com is where you can send it. And also, if you want to critique the songs you've heard, show them love, you know, 
if you want to be mean, fine, just be cool about it. But independent artists do their best to show love each and every time when they get love back. You know, they put their heart and soul to their music. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool that they wanted to showcase their music on my podcast. So I appreciate it. All right. That's going to do it for episode three of the Big Brother Jake podcast. Again, the Big Brother Jake podcast at gmail.com is where you can send your email. Hopefully by this time next week, the Dodgers will either have beaten Milwaukee or at least they took the lead. Um, Again, ladies of Los Angeles, you know what you need to do. Welcome the Brewers to Los Angeles with open arms and wear them out. Go Dodgers. Go Los Angeles. Go to Big Brother Jake Podcast. To bed. Take your ass to bed. It's late. Peace. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.